The term culture has been defined as the ideas, the institutions, and interactions that tell a people group how to think, feel, and act. Now, we've made the point before that if that definition were correct, it would stand to reason that if we raised our kids in a culture where cannibalism, for example, was the norm, the chances of our families acquiring appetites for human flesh would go up exponentially. And our neighbors wouldn't be too shocked over our lifestyle either, unless, of course, we invited them over for dinner. Now, that's an event that could mean something entirely different in America than in a culture like that. But cannibalism isn't a major problem here in America. However, a penchant for the seven deadly sins of pride, greed, lust, envy, gluttony, wrath, and sloth, and a subjective spin on truth and reality are... And when sin actually becomes the end game and delusion becomes the norm for the adults of our culture, how can the children of our culture really be expected to stem the tide of insanity on their own? Is there a systemic snapping of the American mind that has led our kids to appear troubled when they're actually reacting normally to a society in crisis? Well, we'll find out next on License to Parent. Well, hello once again, and welcome to Licensed to Parent, the radio outreach of Shepherds Hill Academy, a year-long Christ-centered residential program helping teens in crisis. Our host on the program is Trace Embry, the founder and director of Shepherds Hill, and I'm Rich Rosel. And we talk often about our nation's systemic problems, problems that have been negatively affecting our kids more and more every day since, well, the 1960s. And though the Cultural Revolution of the 60s had some valid points in principle, well, the methods that were used may have arguably caused many more problems than they actually solved. And looking at mental health statistics in recent years, Trace, our families seem to be far worse off emotionally, psychologically, and spiritually than they were before the 60s. Is that not true? Yeah, we've actually swapped a handful of systemic cultural problems that were valid issues, no doubt. Uh, for a garbage dump full of new ones. But our nation's citizenry is now so duped, drugged, and deluded into believing any number of false premises, and out-and-out lies, actually, that many folks have no clue what you're talking about, about, you know, when you actually propose an argument that puts logic, history, science, statistics, facts, and actual boots-on-the-ground experience into the equation. I mean, there's a, there's a cognitive dissonance on the part of many postmodern thinkers today, particularly on the liberal, liberal left, and in the media that, that gives them a delusional advantage in any kind of rational discussion because guys like you and I have an objective moral compass, which you know we call scripture, that's governed by an inner moral compass called the Holy Spirit that pricks our conscience and glues us to reason, logic, and objective truth. I mean, other than perhaps the government itself, many folks today have no, no objective governor or, or inner, inner moral compass right. like that. So, you know, rational dialogue is diminished. American consciences, Rich, uh, are, are being seared, just like in Romans 1. Uh, and since chaos and anarchy are, are now virtues to many people today, uh, their, their narcissism, which is the outworking of a lot of this, makes it so easy to simply shut you down uh, without them even feeling guilty about their hypocrisy. But, uh, but again, uh, because we have objective moral compasses and intrinsic restraints, conservative Christians can you know, easily be made to feel guilty by these non-intellectual thugs because they don't play by any rules. So when it comes to raising kids, <laughs> consequently, there's no rules anymore either. So we're, we're seeing kids running wild today, enjoying all the, the rights and privileges of adulthood without exercising any of the responsibilities and obligations of adulthood. Yeah. And, and too often, parents are enabling this lunacy. Our entire country has gone nuts. 
So we have to do a better job of, of nurturing the faith and the, the critical thinking skills of our kids today. This will help them become not only good citizens of the kingdom of God, but good citizens of the United States of America. Uh, we can't continue to contribute to turning our nation into the united states of America, or we're going to lose everything our founding fathers fought to win and so many of our forefathers fought to preserve. And th- this will mean... Uh, Christian parents will have to be a lot more intentional, Rich, to, to raise up Daniels and Esthers and Ruths and Josephs. But a big problem is that these days, too many Christians don't even know who these people are anymore. So uh, we need to get acquainted with the truth of God and His Word and get our kids acquainted with the truth of God and His Word and then prepare them to go out and help educate, serve, and heal our depraved citizenry. Uh, we can't just sit back and beef and moan about how many bad things are going on in America all the time. Um, and today's kids, what I've experienced, they really do want to get out and, and um, fight for a cause, a good cause. And once they know the truth, they really want to be change agents to, to American culture. That's what I'm seeing here at Shepherd's Hill. So let's stop making more microcosms of our culture, parents, because that's exactly what we've been doing for the last several decades now. Mm-hmm. And hopefully our guests will uh, uh, keep us up to speed in all this and uh, make a better place to live for our grandkids. Well, you've said more than a mouthful there. Yeah, I and know. we're going to try to unpack some of that. And you mentioned Ruth and Joseph and Esther and Daniel. I think another problem that we as Christian parents have is a lot of our kids do know the names, those who are being raised in Christian homes, mm-hmm. but we're also seeing a um, a simultaneous lack of depth in yeah. their knowledge But you'd be this. surprised how many don't know the names. Uh, I mean, Chuck Swindoll oh. was complaining that the, the guy is going into to, uh, uh, seminary, s- seminary, yeah. uh, or, well, Bible college, uh, to to be preachers. Couldn't tell you the difference between the Saul of the Old Testament and the Saul of the New Testament. I mean, it's shameful. I mean, this was first grade garden variety heathens knew that. You know, uh, well, I mean, few there's the shoe ago. size, but aside from that, very, <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's true, and it's something that we do want to unpack today. And let yeah. me now. Before any more time gets away, introduce our guest and uh, let you know what he's up to. David Capellian is an award-winning American journalist. He's vice president and managing editor of the online news giant WorldNet Daily, now more commonly referred to as WND.com. He's also editor of Whistleblower Magazine, a widely read columnist, and is the best-selling author of three influential books, The Marketing of Evil, its sequel, How Evil Works, and most recently, the book that we're going to discuss today, The Snapping of the American Mind, Healing a Nation Broken by a Lawless Government and a Godless Culture. David Capellian has been interviewed by many folks you may be familiar with, Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingram, Neil Cavuto, many other TV and radio hosts. So if his name sounds familiar to you, that could be why. Well, David, welcome to Licensed Apparent. Oh, it's great to be with you, gentlemen. Hey, David, uh, what have you observed about uh, our American culture today that that led you to write a book called The Snapping of the American Mind? Uh, The culture is a cesspool, gentlemen. Um, (laughs) Tell me about it. No, really, don't hold back. (laughs) I, uh, yeah, I I grew up in the 1950s, and, um, you know, people say, well, the 1950s, you had racial segregation then. Yeah, we did, and today we we rip apart three thousand little babies every single day. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 you know, that's that's the same number of people that died on nine eleven every mm-hmm. every single day. So every generation has this blindness. But as a whole, when I was growing up as a child, America was unified. 
it was uh, confident. It was um, it was powerful, not just militarily, but uh, economically. It was the most generous nation on uh, in, in the world. Mm-hmm. And the reason is because it basically had what we call a a a, a Judeo Christian culture, right. Judeo Old Testament Christian New Testament, basically a a biblical based uh, moral value system. Uh, what what does that mean? It means that um, you know human life is sacred, okay, because we're created in the image of God. What does that mean? That means you don't kill little babies before they're born. You don't kill your your parents when they get to be old and and ornery and too expensive to and forgetful, uh, you know, to 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 take care of. Human life is sacred. Um, morality, sex was sacred, meaning reserved for marriage. Okay. Mm-hmm. That if if that genie were back in the bottle, then you would not have the tremendous problems you have with you know abortion and family breakdown and and the whole you know the sexual anarchy movement as we see today, where you have like fifty or sixty new genders that nobody ever it's heard insane. of before two years ago, and and what we have today, you asked about the culture, is basically you have what we call the left, which is sort of code for a, a, I'm not talking about nice liberals, I'm talking about the hard left that hates America, that rebels against the Ten Commandments, right. uh, that, that, does, that is basically atheistic, okay? uh, that, that has, has come into control of basically all of our major institutions, and to Hollywood, can anybody today doubt what I'm saying is true? The Hollywood, uh, the, the news media, my profession for the last 35 years, Right. Uh, especially education or colleges, which are just kind of crazy left wing today. Um, so all, all, all of that has created a culture and allowed a culture of sexual anarchy and drugs and basically a post-Christian uh, secular, and that's putting it nicely, uh, basically a godless culture. Right. That's that's what I describe in the subtitle of the book. It says healing a nation, a nation broken by a lawless government and a godless culture. What my, a good friend of mine, a talk show host, says the culture is a child molester. It's a, that's a phrase he uses. Well, that's, that's good. And I that's like that. That's what we're looking at. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Uh, I know we have to come to a break, but I want to ask you one question uh, and then uh, stew on that, and we'll, you can answer it when we come back. Uh, I want to know how uh, Christians, but particularly Christian parents, have been complicit in this snapping of the American mind. so And I've got a part two to that, given the fact that our kids are born now into a postmodern world of relativism, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we as parents convey the ideas that we're talking about to our kids, but also to our neighbors and friends and families so that we can spread the word and convert our nation back to right thinking? Yep. We're talking today with uh, David Capellian. He's a journalist, editor, and author of the book we're discussing, The Snapping of the American Mind, Healing a Nation Broken by a Lawless Government and Godless Culture. You can find that book, by the way, at snappingoftheamericanmind.com. You can also find it on Amazon, and you can connect with them on Facebook. We'll tell you how at the end of the program. This is Licensed to Parent. You'll find us online and all of our past programs at Licensed to Parent. Back in a moment. The world of digital technology is always changing, and it's changing you if you're comfortable with technology or not. Your kids may take technology almost completely for granted and rarely notice its effects. 
On the other hand, you may adapt to technology more slowly, but are affected by the digital invasion just as much as your kids. In the book, The Digital Invasion, How Technology is Shaping You and Your Relationships, authors Dr. Archibald Hart and Sylvia Hart-Fried uncover the ways digital technology is changing us from within, physically, mentally, and especially spiritually, and offers therapeutic and biblical strategies to become good stewards of our digital lives. The Digital Invasion also includes 10 pages featuring Trace Embry of Shepherd's Hill Academy. Find The Digital Invasion in the store at LicensedToParent.org. Proceeds support the Shepherd's Hill Academy Student Scholarship Fund. Teen rebellion, depression, addiction, rage, cutting, and suicide are destroying our families today. But there is a way out. Shepherd's Hill Academy offers a 12-month Christ-centered nonprofit residential program where kids are being transformed with a biblical worldview and often medication-free. Christian apologist Ravi Zacharias is just one of many Christian leaders who understands what's happening at Shepherd's Hill Academy. It really is such an honor to come alongside Shepherd's Hill Ministries and licensed to parent to rescue those who have been seduced along the way. Uh, I cannot gainsay how important this is, and to get behind a ministry like this, one will find the rewards to be extremely powerful in changing society. Get the help you need at Shepherd's Hill Academy. Go to helpmytroubledteen.org, helpmytroubledteen.org. This is Licensed to Parent, the radio outreach of Shepherd's Hill Academy. If you want to find out how to get help for your troubled teen and your family in crisis, please look us up at LicensedToParent.org and click the link to Shepherd's Hill. We're talking today on the program with David Capellian from WorldNet Daily, WND.com, and we're talking about his book, The Snapping of the American Mind. And Trace, you asked a great question right before the break about uh, what what parents might be doing to make us complicit in this problem. Yeah, how can we fix it, David? Well, you know, my <laughs> my first book was called uh, The Marketing of Evil, and the last chapter was all about the, the Christian church and Christian parents and, and, and the, the problems. Christians are not who, by the way, 75% of Americans still identify as Christian, okay? Uh, Christian parents so are by no means immune to all of the temptations and problems and craziness out there in the culture. Uh, but, you know, really, specifically, when you get right down to it, you need to be honest with your children. You need to admit your mistakes. Amen. You need to, you know, repent of your anger and impatience. You need to forgive when forgiveness is, is needed. But basically, you need to be real. You, want, you, you, want to, you desperately want your children to uh, grow up straight in a, in a crooked and perverse generation. I think somebody great once said that. Uh, but uh, we, we need to lead from the front. And it doesn't mean that we can instantly become perfect. And it's not good to pretend that you are. That's right. But we do need to be really, really honest. Um, and uh, our children respect that, and that, that 
sort of that models that behavior for them, and they can be at ease. They they don't really expect you to be perfect. They do want you to be real and not confusing. That's exactly right. So so leading our kids is the way perhaps to get them on the right path. What about family, other family members or friends and neighbors? Because we can't go this alone as parents when the rest of the culture is slamming the complete opposite idea and we're trying to march to a different drum. It's good to have like-minded people around us. So how do we best convince friends and neighbors of, of this? I don't know. Same thing. It's just by example. You know, it's it's there. You, there's something magic that happens. You know, Christ said, when two or more are, are gathered together in my name, there I am among you. There's some something magical there. I mean, you, you can yeah. you can have God with you just being alone and and praying and, 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 and seeking him out. But there's something magic with, with when you have a couple of souls together. Again, I just, you know, what we're doing right now, having an honest sure. uh, conversation. My kids say, you know, Dad, I think, you know, you were wrong about this or that. Man, I am quick to say, you know what? You're right. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. Sorry about that. I messed up there. Um, so, you know, and by the way, we were also mentioning in, in the break, this whole issue about social media and electronics. Okay, mm-hmm. Tucker Carlson had an interesting uh, show where he talked about the dangers of, of Facebook and how the, the actually the, the the founders of of some of the major social media entities say they intentionally knew they were creating something that. Uh, uh, that was addicting, and Amen. they made it in order to make it addicting That's to right. people. And uh, everybody is addicted to their smartphone, and uh, there is really basically no research going on the effect of this on children. Yeah. It's not good for adults. And I mean, look, this is an enormously powerful tool. I don't go anywhere without mine because it's a lifeline. I'm, I'm a media person. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm going out to the dentist after we get off the air here. I actually need to be able to be in touch with my reporters. You know, we, we, you, you, you need this technology, but we have to be cognizant of the, the dangers and, and what can come through that. Right. We've got enormous, you know, we have 110 million Americans with sexually transmitted diseases. Yeah. So the pornography that is coming through these devices, our computers, our smartphones, our, our tablets, and so forth, um, is, is completely out of control. And that goes back to our right. conversation about, the, you know, about the, the, the sexual anarchy. But yes, parents, you need to be aware of what your children are, are doing when their doors are closed particularly what the, what's going on on that computer. Exactly. Uh, they're connected to another world, and it, you, you, it better be a good one. Well, there shouldn't <laughs> be any computers behind closed doors in our homes. That's just a, a protocol that is, is just wise. Of course, the uh, problem with the smartphones is they can be sitting right out in the open and doing right. stuff, and you may be sitting across the table from them and not realize what they're doing. Right, but, but the thing about it is, as we've discussed in this program before, smartphones are an adult toy. They're yeah. an addictive adult toy. You can't pull a lever on a slot machine until you're 21 years old. But we're going to give these things to our kids. Right. But to affirm our point, uh, from a secular psychologist, a guy by the name of Dr. Richard Leahy said, today's teens are growing up with the same degree of anxiety as the average psych patient in the 1950s. Now, what do you think is the cause of our kids' stress and anxiety, uh, and how can parents best limit it? Because I think I know what it is, but you go right ahead. Uh, well, I'll tell you one thing that comes to mind when you say that. I'll go right to the, the, the core of this. The, our colleges, if I can, those are still kids, okay? Sure. Uh, 
They didn't are, used to be, but now they are. <laughs> they are literally being taught pathological thinking, okay? That is not my opinion, okay? That right. is according to was a very influential article called The Coddling of the American Mind uh, um, that was, oh, about you know, 2015, about the same time my book, The Snapping of the American Mind, came out in the Atlantic. Uh, and it was written by a, a, a liberal atheist, but a, a very honest one, and a conservative. Two guys. They, they, they wrote this article, very influential cover story. And they said that what is going on in colleges today, where you have this, this fear of, of saying the wrong thing and this heavy enforcement of politically correct speech and all the different things going on there, he says this, this closely resembles what psychologists and psychiatrists have long uh, recognized as pathological mental illness thinking and, the other, and they, they you know they have the different diagnoses the different labels mm-hmm. we put onto it you know right. wh- whether it's depression or anxiety or whatever but but pathological thinking we are literally fostering that and creating that and the evidence is that suicide is up depression is sky high uh in you know first year college girls there's all kinds of studies showing mm-hmm. that that what we what, what we the secular society called mental illness is sky high in colleges, but we have to say, well, what are we doing? We are not educating. We are brainwashing uh, children. No we are corrupting them. They're going into this, this sexually insane culture there, this politically correct culture. And so, yeah, the, the reason that the, the suicide, the cutting, the emotional yep. conflict, all the different manifestations of this terrible emotional conflict children are in, so you send them to college for four years, you mortgage your house, and you end up where your child comes home and there's something completely different from the person that you knew that David, you sent there in the we're first like place. we're like lemmings. We're like lemmings. We just do what the guy ahead of us does. We didn't think through this idea. Why are we, why are we paying for our kids four-year uh, college consume logger degree. You know what I mean? I mean, why are we doing this? Uh, community college things uh, seems like a great idea to me. You know, let's yeah, and the online online college today. There are alternatives. Sure. With, with, with the online, you can get. I mean, my 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 young son. He's married. She's getting a degree to, to become a um, a. Um, uh, you know, a, med- a medical professional, mm-hmm. uh, a respiratory therapist, and it's like it's thirty thousand bucks, but it's all online. Okay, yeah. you're getting a whole education. She'll be earning a lot of money in a few months when she's out of that, but she doesn't have to go and be molested. She doesn't exactly. have to be brainwashed. She doesn't have to be intimidated by left wingers. She can be home. She's working. He's getting a nursing degree now while he's a mm-hmm. licensed paramedic and working in the ER. Okay. It's all online, yeah. okay, or at the community college. Take some classes there, some online. There are alternatives now to sending your kids to an Ivy League college where they're subjected to sex week. That's going on right now at Harvard. Not only that, sex but you, you can take classes on pornography. You're watching yeah. pornography for, for, yeah, for yeah. class. It's, it's literally insane. These are not you know, right-wing talking points. We're talking clinically like, Early on, you guys used the word delusional, cognitive mm-hmm. dissonance. Okay, right. We're talking about an alternate reality to the one the parents know about. Mm-hmm. That's what they're, they're going into debt or putting their kids into debt to sending their children into. I would not do it. 
today. Right. And I this know. is like a Christian college or someplace like Liberty or someplace where you know what you're getting. But uh, it, it, college was crazy when I went, okay? Yeah. It's uh, completely different now. It's way off. It's, it's not even the same universe. Yeah. Uh, but you, you're, <laughs> your, your buddy, uh, Joseph Farrow, he, he, I think he, he was quoted as saying he'd rather have his kid drop out of high school than, than go to a public high school. Uh, but we're out of time, man. This thing went by fast. we got to have you back because i got uh, five more pages of questions here that <laughs> I need to ask you here. But I, I do want to ask you one more thing here because I think uh, this might uh, be a great way to end the program. Do you feel that the overall mental health of our citizenry is being intentionally manipulated or uh, and intentionally uh, there's someone tr- some, or something um, trying to intentionally destroy us? Like, you know, Khrushchev slamming his his shoe down in 1960, it will conquer you from within, we want to fight our shot. Is something like that going on here where they've infiltrated our infrastructure to the point where, because this just seems too insane for, for any normal human being uh, to get duped into this. Yes, with, with some people that are really a conscienceless, uh, psychopath type, type people, uh, it, it is intentional. Uh, the Frankfurt School, the Herbert Marcuse, the guy who made up the slogan, Make Love, Not War, that all the hippies said during the 1960s, mm-hmm. okay, was just a dirty old Marxist that was for something called polymorphous perversity, his, his, his phrase, okay? Uh, he was an absolute atheist rebellion against Christianity and everything. So, yes, sometimes it's intentional, but with a lot of people, they're just swept up in it. And they and it's it's perfumed with the rhetoric of freedom and liberation right. and uh, and social justice, and they don't really realize what they're dealing with. And that's why I say in the snapping of the American mind, I say they, I quote it, I say with the left's wild celebration of sexual anarchy, its intimidating culture of political correctness, and its incomprehension of the fundamental sacredness of human life, it is also whether intentionally or not, because sometimes it is, sometimes it's not, it is promoting widespread dependency, debauchery, family breakdown, crime, corruption, addiction, despair, and suicide. And that is what we're seeing right now. And the left is doing it. But in many cases, they don't really realize what they're doing. Because Mm -hmm. as Christ said from the cross, he said, they know not what What they they do. do. They themselves are deceived and they don't realize the harm that they're doing. And reprobate, depraved. I mean, Hitler's propaganda crew has proved itself correct. If you tell a lie uh, often enough and crazy enough, people will believe anything. And that is what's happened in this country today. Mm. And parents, you need to be aware of that, and you need to set up a a proper, uh, appropriate protocol in your home, especially for digital use with your kids, because I'm telling you, uh, it is the culture, uh, and particularly through smartphones, is the other parent. Our guest today on Licensed to Parent is journalist, editor, and author David Capellian of WND.com. We've been talking about his book, The Snapping of the American Mind, Healing a Nation Broken by a Lawless Government and Godless Culture. You can learn more about uh, David Capellian, by the way, that's spelled K-U-P-E-L-I-A-N, and you can find his books online at Amazon and at snappingoftheamericanmind.com. You can also connect with David on Facebook, where he is, David Capellian WND. David, you have been a a scholar and a gentleman here, and we appreciate your carving out so much time for us today. Thanks. My pleasure, gentlemen. And that wraps up today's edition of Licensed to Parent, the radio outreach of Shepherds Hill Academy. You'll find us online at licensedtoparent.org. 
As always, we produce this program to share some of the hard lessons that come from working with troubled teens day after day. It's our hope that your family may avoid some of the heartache and avoid the need for a residential program for your teen. As always, if you can help our work here, help it financially, help it prayerfully, and we hope you will, please click on the donate button at the top of the page at licensedtoparent.org and become one of our ministry partners. Your gift can help the work that we do at Shepherd's Hill and can help less fortunate families who may need residential care but can't afford it. A donation in any amount will certainly be a blessing, and unfortunately, that need is great right now as we reach the end of the year. Click the donate button when you visit licensedtoparent.org. And thanks in advance. Our guest coordinator on License to Parent is Daniel Fazina. Our technical producer is Carl Peets. For Trace Embry, I'm Rich Rosal, inviting you to join us again next time to renew your License to Parent. And remember, folks, if you don't train your children, somebody else will. God bless you. We'll see you next time.